Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 38, where we're going to be going over NXT and AEW from the 1st and 2nd of September, the first NXT Super Tuesday, and AEW's Go Home to All Out. Which is happening tomorrow, tomorrow. night. Yes. Oof, it's going to be a good show. I might think about seeing if I can find it somewhere to watch. I mean, it's worth it. I mean, just based it's definitely on the worth cards, the fifty just bucks. Just based on yeah. the cards, worth the fifty dollars all day. Um, but before we get into our recaps, we're going to be going over a little bit of news that came out um, over the last few days. Um, one let's start at the bottom, please. Yeah, let's start at the bottom. The bottom. The bottom. Bottom. Um, just happened. Two. It was actually about an hour ago, as of us recording at seven thirty on Friday evening. Um, Akam and Razor AOP have been cut by the WWE. Released and wished best on their future endeavors. I'm going to jump ahead to All Out Predictions. Once FTR wins the belts this weekend, Akam and Razor will be the next challengers for that belt. No, no. No? AEW's not going to touch them. Really? Huge health issues. Um, They're not safe workers. Um, They're going to end up impact. ROH, maybe. ROH, maybe. Yeah, they're not going to They might end AW. up in Japan. They're no not going to be on AEW. No huh. way. No. They don't fit the AEW mold. If that was the case, they would have brought in the Ascension right away as well. That's valid. So That's very valid. They, Which, go- where are the Ascension right now? I don't think they've been signed anywhere. I don't know. Maybe we should do a recap of everybody cutting, you know, Manic Monday when they cut everybody and see what's on, going uh, on. On Black Wednesday. Yeah, Black Wednesday. Just do a recap one of these episodes. See where everybody's living right now. Um... We'll move up to the top of our news list. Um, it was recently revealed by The Rock himself and AJ that they either have tested positive or currently are positive for COVID. Um, AJ said he's had it about a month to five, six weeks ago. Um, so that explains his absence on SmackDown for a few weeks. Um, and currently, The Rock and his entire family have COVID-19. I really don't see the big deal here. I really don't. I mean... We were off air talking about this. It is what it is. I mean, we're we're all living in this. I mean, time. they're 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 all healthy people, so yeah. it's not going to affect them. It's not going to affect them. It's and, it's another strain of the flu. But we're not here to talk about COVID nineteen. No, we're here to I talk mean, about professional wrestling. Listen, uh, good that AJ Styles recovered. Yeah, uh, he's also not the only professional wrestler to have it. Uh, Rusev admitted yeah. on his Rusev Twitch. Rusev and Lana, I think, had it. Both had it. Admitted on his Twitch that he was suffering with it. It was a bad, bad, bad stretch for him mm-hmm. he kicked it and now he's just twitch streaming and now he's mirror. miro yeah so um i'm sure the, the rock's gonna recover i'm sure his family's yeah. gonna recover i'm sure anybody who he came into contact with who passed it on to him has already recovered mm-hmm. so um just best wishes to anybody who contracts it i just i personally know a couple of people who've had it and guess what they're it all fine pretty, pretty fine pretty fine yeah um next note <laughs> is um this was this was big considering we, him and I discussed it. Eric Young is an impact guy. He He's has always, always been, been an impact they, guy. They did the Daniel Bryan storyline with Eric Young in impact right around the same time WWE was doing the Daniel Bryan storyline. Yeah. Around WrestleMania 30, about five years ago, yep. six years ago. Um, Eric Young has defeated Eddie Edwards to become the new impact world champion. I mean, the belt. The belt and the company just work with him. Yeah. You know, he was good when they did Insanity on... um. He was good Insanity in NXT. Yes. Once they brought him to Maine, they ruined him. Yeah, they ruined... Well, They ruined was... all of Sanity. 
Ex- no, you didn't. Well, they ruined all of sanity as sanity. Yes. Alexander Wolf, Killian Dane, and Nikki Cross have all made names for themselves in other factions or singles competitors. Yes. Eric Young never got that. No good. He did use. the twenty four seven stuff and then was gone on on that whole Manic Monday. Yeah. Wacky Wednesday. Uh, Black Wednesday. Yeah. And the last bit of news um, is a little bit dark. Um, Braun Strowman revealed uh, a couple of days ago, if not a week or so ago, that he, when he was in the dark point, when he was being booked really strangely after the Roman Reigns stuff, that he had considered ending his life, which is a huge, huge thing because just a few months ago, a young incredible star out of japan uh hannah kimura took her own life because of internet trolling and bullying and other issues she was having in her life um we saw that um i think it was actually a year or so ago yeah um because you saw on on aew uh kenny wearing a hannah kimura shirt we well we support hannah kimura yeah yep, yeah um she was loved by the entire wrestling community um but unfortunately she didn't see it that way no a bunch of stupid internet trolls just come out there and they say things that they want to say and you know they don't it affects people yeah it affects people a certain way and they don't look at it that way they just look at it as they coming out and saying what they have to say and yeah you know and, and they don't say it lightheartedly like no. some of the stuff that we say yeah I, I i may come off sometimes as a jerk but it's but, but, mainly in good fun yeah it's all in good fun because I'm not even here. if even I'm if not... we put down wrestlers and such, we're we're putting down them as characters. Yeah, we're not we're putting not down, putting like them down as beings. people. No, no. As much as uh, you know, I may despise Jericho sometimes as the character that he is. That's just him being a good character. That's him being a great heel. You know what I mean? I, and it's the same thing with someone like Randy Orton or Brock Lesnar or anything like that. They, they're playing their character. They're playing their part. Yeah. But as human beings, I mean, there's plenty of clips out there, especially during like some of the. Um, during the times when, uh, what was the faction with uh, Randy Orton, Triple H, Batista, Evolution. Evolution? During some of the Evolution stuff where they were getting Shane McMahon involved and stuff like that, there was some you know hard hitting affairs, and you see Randy Orton in the crowd talking to Shane's kids. Hey, listen, he's fine. Don't worry. Yada yada. That's just yeah. who Randy is. So it's one of these things when you know we talk down a wrestler or we talk down some booking, we're not talking down the person yeah we're and, talking down the business or the comp or the character yeah, we're not talking exactly. down the actual individuals behind it exactly so you know at the end of the day you know it's eye-opening for someone like Strowman, someone as big and powerful as a braun Strowman to come and out someone and as op- popular as braun Strowman. Yeah, he just he opens up about it and you know it's a good way for people to realize and he realized it himself obviously is that someone would rather hear this story then read an obituary. Yeah. Simple then as that. That's what someone I would rather hear, hear something like this and hear that someone this popular and this massive a star in WWE hear about what their struggles are rather than see someone who has a bright future in the professional wrestling business like Hannah Kimura yeah, just, pass away exactly. because of taking her own life. Yeah, exactly. So, again, it's one of those things where it's, as I've said to people I know, I would rather hear your story versus reading obituary. It, yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. 
But now that we've brought the entire show down on a somber point, let's bring in WWE NXT. Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. It seems this like this is going to be more of a consistent yeah, day. I think they're moving. They're moving it to Tuesdays, possibly. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but it's possible. Well, which next means, week's on Tuesday as well. Yeah, so. Next week's on Tuesday. We will see if it's if it's next if it's a Tuesday after next as well. It's almost confirmed that they've moved it to Tuesdays. Uh, I mean, their ratings might be better on Tuesdays considering they're not trying to compete with AEW. Yeah, but that might be a ratings move. It could be, uh, and it'll give everybody an opportunity to watch both shows as well. Yeah. Um, this show was incredible. It definitely had its moments. There was definitely some really good stuff, uh, spots, storylines being built. Um, and I think somebody called the main event yeah. to a T. Pretty to much. the number of finishes yeah. and to the two people who are going to finish it. Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable. But, but I'm going to say this right now. I called the finish of what next week's match is going to be. That Balor's going to walk out with the title. Well, we'll see. And I'll tell you why when we get to that match. Okay. Because of the the rumors that I've heard going around the wrestling business. Well, you know Cole has no contract right now, right? He hasn't signed. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he still hasn't signed a new contract with WWE NXT. He still hasn't signed. His contract's up at the end of September, I believe. Mom. So we'll see what happens, but we'll get to the rumors. Let's go over the breakdown, though, because this show started with a banger. Yeah, I know. A, a street fight match. And it was nice because people didn't come out in their wrestling attire. They no, actually they came, came out, out in like, like T-shirts shirt, to protect yeah. themselves and a little bit of padding because it was a street fight. Um, overall, this match was just fun. They came up with some inventive spots. Um, the forklift spot was all was just crazy. Dude. It was random. Well, first, first of all, why is there a random forklift inside the arena? But hey, whatever. Fandango can do whatever the hell he wants. He's the tag team champion right now, and he's Fandango. He yes. just does what he wants. Yes, exactly. Um, this match at some point became, I think it was five on two. Yes, because wasn't it Breeze that was taken out of commission? After the attack by Olive Legato and Imperium. Yes. So it was Swerve and Fandango against Imperium and Legato. Yes. And then they did the off the top, off the pallet on the uh onto the forklift, yep. onto everybody. Um the biggest part of this is that Who got the win? Swerve Scott pinned Santos Escobar. Yeah. Scott got a clean pin over the cruiserweight champion. Yep cementing himself as the number one contender for that belt, if yeah. he wasn't already. Until Devlin shows back up. Until Jordan... Well, who knows? Maybe Devlin, after this... Devlin never lost the title. No. Okay, we gotta, do you, th- we gotta do you sam- think we they're s- going to do another Sami Zayn thing? No, I think it's going to be a lot more brutal. Really? Yeah, I think Devlin comes even out with in the middle. All, even with all the, um, See, the way Zane issues is- that Devlin has faced in terms of what came out... Okay, again... Don't want to go the political route here, right? Yeah. You're innocent until you're proven guilty. Yeah, valid. Okay. So keep him signed, keep him performing until... Did they do that with Matt Riddle? Yeah. Didn't stuff come out against Matt Riddle? Yeah. Okay. Um, Over in AEW, haven't there been a couple of performers that came out against? Yeah. Haven't a couple of them still been performing? Yeah. Okay, you're innocent until proven guilty. Okay. All right? It, anybody can come out and say anything. It's simple as that. Devlin... Uh, for for whatever he is, he is still your WWE NXT champion. He never lost it. He's listed on the website. Yeah. Okay? I think if he comes back, it's going to be a lot different than Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn came out, was a little bit playful. He came out, did his little dance on the top of the stage. Sure, he hit a haluva kick, but then he went backstage and had two you know joking segments, right? Yeah. 
Devlin's going to come into the ring and wreck both these guys in the match. He's just going to come in and he's going to wreck them both. Both give him the devil inside. Yeah. Bang. And cement his stake of, hey, look. Look what belt I have. Yeah. Yeah, this is the real belt. Cruiserweight title. Th- th- that belt you're carrying is fake. I'm the real champion. And let's go from there. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to see this one-on-one match. Even though we've seen it a couple of times, I'm excited to see the match again. One, I mean, Swerve's new, f- new finishing move, dude. What was that? That small package. The JML driver. Dude, that is high on the neck. Yeah. Very high on the neck. Yeah. Oh, well, outlaw the pile driver, but sure, just drop somebody sure, on Sure, you can the... use a JML driver. Yeah, exactly. Sure, why, not? why not? Great match, though. I oh, enjoyed yeah. it, definitely. Next segment was a Tegan Knox backstage promo. Essentially, she was telling the story of how her and Candice LeRae became friends mm-hmm. through the independent scenes mm-hmm. and that they came into NXT together and that they've been friends forever, that Candice was there for her surgeries. Knows her nephews. Knows her yeah, nephews. Yeah. She's like an aunt to my nephews. Very um, lazy writing. You just it was, did the, it was very, did the exact it was very same thing. It was very professional wrestling writing. No, you did the exact same thing with Dakota Kai. Why are we rehashing this? Why is Tegan Knox stuck in these stupid friendship storylines? She just did it with Dakota Kai. And then, um, if I remember correctly, you had the friendship storyline between Io Shirai and Candice LeRae before Candice LeRae turned face. And then heel. Candice LeRae and then turned heel and then, face and then, on Io to turn heel yeah, on her. And- yeah, so come on. Come up with something different. I understand all these girls... Came, women came up together in this NXT division. I understand that. Yeah. But can you come up with something a little bit more original than throwing <laughs> Tegan Knox in another friendship storyline? Yeah. I, I, I mean, until she just, turns heel, I don't just, see anything just, happening. Just re- replace what she was doing three months ago with the name Kai and now replacing with, you know, Lorray. And guess what? It's the exact same thing. The, the only difference is will Knox come out on top on this? That's the only difference because yeah. she didn't come out on top on the other one. So. Um, oh. I don't think she's going to come out on top on this either because I have a feeling that LeRae is going to hold that belt by the end of uh, by year? next year. By the end of this year, you mean? Because <clears throat> they still have another NXT event before the end of oh, the year. Oh, yeah. She'll take that belt off EO so, probably. We'll see. I mean, and what's nice is they put this mat, they put this promo right into LeRae's match. Uh, it was nice to see Keys, uh, Casey Canizaro on TV again. I yeah. like watching her. Yeah. Um, she seems to get more TV time than her boyfriend anyway. Ricochet. Oh, that's right. I forgot they were together. Yeah, so she's getting more TV time than him nowadays. Well, no. Uh, Good yeah. television time. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, not doing arm wrestling matches. Exactly. Um, you know, this was a pretty quick match. You know, Lorraine obviously goes over. And then she grabs the mic and she's like, oh, I sincerely want to say something, guys. And she's trying to shut up the crowd and stuff like that. And she says, why don't you come over to my house for dinner and just drops the mic. Again, we'll see what happens. They're going to brawl. In, in, so what they're going to do is they're going to be in... The Gargano household, they're gonna brawl to the front door and they're gonna go break through the front door and you're back in the in your house set. Oh my god, <laughs> absolutely not. Because you remember that from Abs- Gargano's entrance? A- absolutely not. No, don't do that, please. Please, just but what about the isn't it Michael P. Hayes? The the picture that's on the Gargano's wall, yeah, that's gotta be there. It's gotta be, but if it's not there, then it's then then they're in the Firefly Fun House, yeah, I don't exactly. know what to tell you. Um, Imagine I, they're all connected. I just wanna, I I just wanna see if they can do something different besides what they did already with Kai and Knox. Just do something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, after that was a Rhea backstage promo. This was the definition of a professional wrestling promo. Yeah. Where she calls out uh, Mercedes Martinez for a steel cage match, which I've said is probably going to main event Tuesday. Probably. The reason I say that is is because they're not going to want to spend the 15 minutes with recaps to take down the rest of the steel cage before the rest of the show. 
So they're going to have the steel cage up top, and then they're going to probably open with a championship match. Okay. And then close with the steel cage. It'd be interesting. <clears throat> I like how she keeps calling out the Robert Stone brand. I thought I was done with you fools, but apparently not. You guys don't want to leave me alone. So, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to brutalize you. So, I challenge you to a steel cage. And I love the fact that Mercedes Martinez calls, accepted the challenge. Yeah. I, I These two women uh, powerhouses in this division, I want to see them inside a steel cage. There's no escape. There's no quarter given. I would actually prefer if they didn't do a steel cage and they did that Timothy Thatcher match that he had with Matt yeah, Riddle. The That's fight I would, cage. Yeah, the fight cage. I would prefer that. That would be really good. But I would like that if it's a triple threat and you throw Raquel Gonzalez into that too. Yeah, but... Because but, that would just be a... But, fight but that would just be a heel heel face dynamic and there's no issue between Raquel and uh, Mercedes Martinez. right now so um, we just have to leave it as these one on one matches as Rhea's kind of fighting, like, yeah. fighting her way around the triangle is really yeah. what she's doing she's she's fighting Mercedes and she's fighting Raquel and she's fighting Mercedes and she's fighting Ma- Raquel yeah so she's fighting multiple fronts which is nice yeah. shows how truly dominant she can be yeah um, next match was good if it came to a full finish. It did come to a full finish. I enjoyed the match 100% because it sets up a couple of different things. It allows someone like Timothy Thatcher, who just came off of a loss with um, the Finn Balor, yeah. to establish a win over a, a competitor who also needed a win but didn't get it because somebody else who's in a different storyline with him came in and interrupted the match. It was very well booked. I okay. enjoyed this very much. I like the fact that Austin Theory has now got himself back into some sort of a storyline assemblance once he was taken out of Selena Vegas um, little faction little faction you know nobody knows why he's been off TV for as long as he's been could he have contracted COVID who knows there's a whole bunch of different things that could have happened because he's only been at the performance center he hasn't really moved from there since everything started yeah so um, I like the way that this match went I like the fact that Thatcher worked the arm because there was no other way he was going to be able to take him down it was a bulldog move on the outside Picked him up, threw him back in the ring, and then he put him into two different versions of an armbar. Fujiwara armbar. Yep. Put put him in a regular armbar, then the Fujiwara 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 armbar, and that basically that that ends was the, the match. For... That ends the match, but it sets up it, Thatcher it, to go after Priest Priest, and it sets up Bronson Reed and, and Austin, Austin Theory, Theory to face off face off, and even if it's just a one off match or you know a couple of week build. It at least allows you to set up something different for Bronson Reed, and it also gives some some short BM short feuds for some of your mid card guys, so they're not just kind of setting around. Exactly, because you've stacked the top of the card with the four guys we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, who all? No offense, but had Thatcher beaten Balor at NXT 30, would he have been placed into this match? I'm just saying, just because of the fact that it's like. They got lucky with some of the ways some of the characters had fallen and stuff like that. Yeah. But these four guys, like I said last week, they were just thrown into this match. There was no story arc as to why they were in this match. You know what I mean? That's valid. You know what I mean? Tommaso Ciampa comes back and just basically kills Jake Atlas. Um, oh, you just killed one of our young rising stars. Okay. You get a championship match. Yeah. And then the other guy, uh, Adam Cole. John Gargano him. gets dropped in his head by Ridge Holland and then... Th- Body slammed by his wife and Bronson Reed. You get a championship match. Yeah. You get Finn it. Balor loses to Timothy Thatcher. You get a championship no, match. No, he beat Thatcher. He beat Thatcher at NXT 30. 
Oh, that's right. Yes, okay, that's yes. right. But that's what I mean. It's like but, oh, I was thinking he lost the but he match lost, to he get lost into, match, the into the ladder match. match. He lost a match for a lesser title. So it's just one of these things. It's like yeah, and know, and then obviously Adam, Adam Cole, Cole, you beat a punter. Yes, <laughs> championship match. You you beat a punter, an NFL punter. Okay, who had a great who match? Who put on one of the best performances, debut matches on NXT, freaking ever. <laughs> so as a it, punter, it, it was just weird. You know, like I said, I would have rather them do something like a couple of week build, do a couple of wild card round matches, yeah. round robin matches to build to maybe this, to build to the fatal four way, four way match to then build to this finish to build to the next match. Yeah, because, uh, not saying anything, but I called the two fin two two uh, two falls for both Cole and Bala. And I knew that they were going to be the ones advancing. And we knew yeah. there was going to be a tie. We thought it was going to happen the same night. No, you couldn't build that match the same night. You knew it had to go to the next night. It would have been nice to just continue NXT Super Tuesday. But, I mean, what a what a way to finish this match. Yeah. What a way to finish this match because... With 12 seconds left to go with the coup de gras onto, I think... Champa. Onto Champa. And no, at 12 seconds, that's when he got three count. Yeah. And he was sitting there celebrating because he thought Adam Cole was out to get hit with the last shot. And Cole's trying to turn him over and right at three seconds he gets him flat on his back. And that just proves that the count's faster than three seconds. Yeah. Because there's still a second on the clock after he finished counting three. So. Yeah. It would have been even even more if the bell rang as soon as he hit that final three. Yeah. Because that would have counted yeah, too. Yeah, but you know it would have been really tough to time that yeah. out. It's oh, so yeah. tough. So um, all I have to say is there was so many dynamic points in this match. It's really hard to just break it down. This is a match. Just go out and watch it. Now, That's all you have yeah. to do. Now what I really like is I'm going to spoil one of the finishes here. I loved that Gargano stole his pinfall. Of course. Of course, how because else is he gonna he's get it? that weaselly heel. What is his finishing move? It's the Gargano escape. Okay, how's he gonna do a submission move to anybody in this match? He had to steal the pin. That's valid. He had well, to. Doesn't he have that uh slingshot? He has a DDT. Sl- yeah, he, well, not the slingshot. Um, the over the rope DDT yeah. that he hits. Yeah, he does, but it's never a finisher. It's always a setup move. He has a slingshot spear that he does, but they're all setup moves. He's not like everybody else who has the fairy tale ending, the last shot, the coup de gras, the nineteen sixteen. Yeah. He, he doesn't have that power move. He's all about that technical mat wrestling, get himself in position where he can get you to tap out. And he was never going to get a tap out. So what did he have to do? He had yeah. to steal it from yeah. somebody who has a power move who got it off. Yes. I'm trying to look here real quick. Yeah, because I just want to double check. Yeah, his only signature is Gargano Escape. Everybody else has at least two. Well, Cole only has one, but it's not a, it's not a submission. His is just the last shot. Yeah, but he also has the Panama Sunrise. Yeah, which is what he used to get yeah. his pinfall. Yeah. Balor. He, Balor used two coup de grace to get his pinfalls. Yep. And, and Champa hit Champa, the fairy tale ending. Uh, Cole hit one of each. He hit a Panama City Sunrise for yeah, a pin. And, and the last shot. And the last shot for one. And and um, Champa hit the fairy tale ending. ending. Yeah. So, again, everybody hit their power moves. Yeah. And I think, was it. Was it Champa who hit? Champa hit two fairy tale endings. He hit his on Cole to get his pinfall. Yep. And he hit one on Balor for for Johnny's to pin. get the pinfall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure it was two fairy tale endings and not one of those uh the the Champa um the oh, lumbar checks that he does. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember the. I just call it a lumbar. Ch- uh, the end of Champa or something. I don't know. It's just a lumbar check. Yeah. Okay, because that's that's just not yeah. what I've always known. Setting up next Tuesday. Yeah. Going to be a really good match. Now you said you had a, a theory. A prediction. So my theory is that Finn Balor will win this match. Okay. But he will win it after a run in by Pat McAfee. That Pat McAfee wow. is not done with Adam Cole. Well, Pat McAfee's already there, said he wants another match. There is discussion that Pat McAfee is still under contract by the WWE, even if it's a short-term contract, just for a couple of matches, and that he is set to interfere in the championship match, allowing John, uh, not John, uh, Finn Balor to win the match after attacking Adam Cole. Okay. I think Balor wins clean. You think Balor goes over clean? Clean. Clean as a whistle. Okay. Clean as a whistle. And the only thing that sucks right now is that you're going to be recrowning a champion that you've already crowned, which is very difficult in NXT. Yeah. They don't do that very often, which just shows that they really haven't built any stars over this last year. Yeah. Um, But they've built some stars that people just aren't recognizing that are stars. They have built stars. Yes. But their two stars that they've built are on main or on main roster and injured. And that's Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. Well no, they didn't build Karrion Cross. They brought in Karrion Cross. If we're gonna talk about stars that they've built, Bronson Reed is a star that they've built. Timothy Thatcher is a star that they've built. Um Damian Priest is a star that they've built. Those are Cameron guys Cameron Grimes is a Cameron star Grimes is a star that they've built. Over this okay. last year, they so it's, built it's the independent people that they bring in, not the competitor yes, brands yeah. that they bring in. Yeah, exactly. And even those independent people, Damian Priest was at the performance center for a while before he oh, ever yeah. got on TV. Same thing with Cameron Grimes. Punishment Martinez, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Cameron with, Grimes, Trevor Lee. Same thing with um Bronson Reed. I remember seeing a a, a, a write up. For Bronson Reed, I think it was two years ago when yeah. he first came to the Performance Center. Yeah. So there's, these aren't people who they're just throwing right in. They're taking their time to build these people. Yeah. So, you know. And they're I, having their debuts mean something. They're having their debuts mean something. They're putting them in meaningful feuds, and they're building it that way. I mean, just look at what they built. They had the, the breakout, ch- the breakout champion, uh, the breakout um, tournament. Yes. Which that built. Multiple people. That built Cameron Grimes. That built uh, Bronson Reed. Yeah. That built Damian Priest. Austin Theory. Austin Theory, yeah. So they've Kushida. Jake Atlas. Yeah. I mean, Kushida's kind of fallen off. I don't know what's going on with him lately. I think but, he's hurt. But don't be surprised if Kushida has something to do with once Balor gets the title or once Cole gets the title. Because yeah. they were pushing him towards the top of the mountain, and then all of a sudden, he just kind of disappeared. They haven't really done anything with him lately. Yeah. And I don't want... Again, I've been hearing about how NXT's live television debut is coming up to a year and how people are like, oh, they really haven't done anything, yada, yada. There's no real stars there. The people that they're giving the championships to are all people that, you know, they held the belts. already held the belts and already established stars. I'm sorry, did anybody here know who um, Legato Del Fantasma was a year ago? I'm just curious. Who know who? Who, who knew Scott was? Who uh, Iho Del Fantasma was? No, nobody did. Nobody did. No. Okay? And that's how they do that, through their tournaments. Okay? So I think within the last year, NXT's done a great job. I just think it's disappointing who, who to see. Th- who would have thought a year ago that Breezango would be holding a title? Yes. But again, they're established stars. I'm yes. trying to go through the new the, the new, the new guys. So, like, my big thing is, again, it's disappointing because Karrion Cross should still have this title. It shouldn't be what's going on right now. Yeah. And it's disappointing that you're going to give the title to an established star, but at least it gives some... 
it gives that peak of the mountain the chase is the yes. way I look at it. Yeah, and, and it's what, a heel. Yes, that's on the top of the mountain, no matter what. Yeah, so we will always have a face that's chasing. Yes, or at least until the and face then the wins. other thing too is we're talking about uh, a company NXC that's kind of just living off of some of the stars that they've already built. Yeah, we're gonna go right now and transition to a company that's building all their talent and all their championships off of the other company's talent that no longer there. Yeah. We're going to go right into AEW, and we're going to talk about John Moxley, formerly known as... Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. And we're going to talk about Chris Jericho, who's only been known as Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho. And Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. And... FTR. F- exactly. And, and um, Brody Lee, who, yes, was Brody Lee in the Independence, but, you know... Was Luke Harper. Was Luke Harper. Won an Intercontinental Championship, won a couple of tag team championships in the E. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, that's right. He's their TNT champ. Cody Rhodes. Mid-card to mid-card. Mid-card all, to mid-card. All I'm saying is... Don't dog one company. If for, you're not going to dog the if, other. If they're trying to use the stars that they've established in their brand, when another company is just taking the stars that another company made and putting them right to the top. I called WWE out when it came to the whole NXT and carrying crossing, but I like the way that they did it. Just like I like the way they did Jericho in AEW. Yeah. And I like the way they did Brody Lee in AEW. And I like the way that they're doing um, FTR. FTR in AEW. I like that stuff. I But... A spade is a spade. <laughs> yeah. If one company's doing it, the other company's doing it. It, it. it works both ways, guys. It works both ways. Yeah. Uh, speaking of AEW, we're going to move on to that. Um, first match was a... I don't know if it was announced that it was like a street fight, but it was pretty much a street fight uh, between XLAX yeah, and Best Friends. It just opened up as a brawl. That's yeah. Pretty much all it did. But there was also, after the match got started, there was a lot of uh, foreign objects used and mm-hmm. weapons used. Yeah. Um. I say XLAX. It's Ortiz and Santana that used to be known as LAX on the yeah. Indies uh, and in Impact. Um, this match was really good, um, but Trent was pinned after Ortiz hit him with a uh, foreign object. Oh, uh, no, he's pinned by Ortiz after Santana hit him with a foreign object. It didn't list what it was, um, and they hit their finish. Um, good match. Well, um, I mean, tag division is the strongest thing in AEW. AEW. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter when you're having these types of matches or you're having your FTRs versus... Uh, you know, um, Bucks Young and Bucks, and yeah. Cody, it doesn't matter. The tag division is incredible. Speaking of the Bucks, the next match was actually another uh, eight-man tag. It was the Bucks and the Jurassic Express against SCU and Private Party. This was a lot of fun. Um, it was a great showing for Luchasaurus after the Bucks got knocked out for a little bit. He got to show off his agility and his power. Uh, it was a great showing. And the, the faces went over to build for their match. I'd say they're friendly. It's not like a they don't have a big feud going on between no. uh, between the well, Bucks and Luchas, uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, but it's a great match to show off both teams. Well, all it does is it allows them to establish a pecking order. Exactly, because again, it's, it's all about build, wins and losses. Yeah. So whoever gets the win and loss, yeah, it's going to build their uh, leaderboard. Yep. Uh, next match was completely one sided. Jericho versus Janela. Oh yeah. Um, Jericho absolutely demolished Janela. Um, but the main the main big part Orange Cassidy was Orange Cassidy. Uh, came out along with Sonny Kiss, who is uh, Janela's uh, tag partner, yep. um, to save Janela. And the segment ended with OC pouring a bottle of champagne over Jericho's head. Over the Le Champion. Which telegraphs to All Out, which it, we will talk about our um, predictions after we're done going over mm-hmm. AEW. Um, next match was a double debut. NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa against former 
WWE performer Serena Deeb. You remember Serena Deeb? Do you remember where she debuted first in the WWE? No, I don't. Do you remember the Straight Edge Society? Yeah. That was Serena. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she was also in Mae Young Classic 2. Okay. She performed in the Mae Young Classic 2. I think she got one win before getting eliminated. But this was a huge debut for both women in AEW. But you know since you have the NWA Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa, in this match, and she's going to have a title match this Saturday, that you know Thunder Rosa is going to go over. They're not going to have Thunder Rosa lose in her AEW debut just to go into a championship match this weekend. Yeah, exactly. It was a great uh, show-off of both their technical wrestling prowesses as well as a brawling, like, rough side of them both. Um, Flurry of pinning attempts back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, and Rosa finally hit her Thunder Driver. Again, another pile driver. Yep, but Uh, AEW doesn't ban those. No. They do Canadian Destroyers back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back in any uh, Lucha Brothers or LAX or Young Bucks match. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, Rosa ended up winning with this, uh, with the Thunder Driver. John Moxley versus Mark Sterling, a.k.a. MJF's lawyer, closed the show. What a bloody mess to end the show. Yeah. Oh, man. This was not a match. This was a decimation of a man. Yeah. And the man that was decimated was John John Moxley. I mean... Not in the match, but post-match. When MJF said John Moxley is nothing but a a cut-rate Cactus Jack and hardcore wrestler, and then he comes out the following week and just bloodies bloodies him. him unbelievably with Wardlow. Oh my god. So brutal. Um I love it. We missed a segment I realized was the face to face with FTR trying to recruit um Hangman Page and trying to get an explanation out why Hangman Page did what he did. But then uh Kenny came out or it was vice versa and Kenny was trying to get an explanation out of Hangman Page like why did you do what you did to the Bucks? Why did you do that? And they just never answered, but then they kind of, it was a brawl. It ended in a brawl. Uh, That's building to their match this weekend. But yeah, Moxley versus MJF. MJF stood tall at the go-home. Let's jump into our predictions for the all-out match card, Mm -hmm. which starts with Moxley, MJF. Okay, why don't M- we start from the bottom? You want to start from the bottom? We'll start with Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. That's not Let's what build I to have the at the bottom, but okay. My, I might have missed them. I might have been missing a match. Okay, so um, Jurassic Express should go over okay. in this match. They should. Yeah, I think they will, and I think Luchasaurus is going to get the pin. They should, because I'd like to see somebody else challenging at the top versus the same three tag teams we keep seeing at the top. Yeah, I'd like which to is XLAX... FT, FT uh, not FTR. Um, no, you Young got, Bucks. Yeah, Young Bucks. You got LAX, and then you got um, uh, SCU. SCU. Get get somebody else up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you have Lucha Bros, but again, they're expected to be up there. Yeah. So get somebody else up there. Put Jurassic Express at the top. Let yeah. them get a big win, and by the big win, that automatically puts them and stakes their claim to go up against who we're going to talk about as the tag team champions. Yeah. Um, next match broken. is the broken rules match between um, Matt Hardy and Sam Guevara. If Matt Hardy isn't here to give a rub to the young talent in AEW, then it's a waste. Matt Hardy needs to lose this match. Oh, yeah. Sam Guevara is going to win this match. He has to lose this match. 
Matt Hardy has one job in AEW now. It's the and same that is job to put over young talent. Younger talent that AEW is trying to establish on their own. Again, what is the point in bringing in WWE stars if they're just going to come in and beat all of your homegrown talent? Yeah. What's the point? Sammy Guevara has to win. Has to win. If he doesn't win, it kills the Sammy Guevara character. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if it's a Matt Hardy broken rules match. I don't care if it's at the Matt Hardy compound. Guevara has to win this match. Yeah. Has to. Um, I'm looking at your list here. Your list has is missing one match than I've got. Okay. Um, it's the buy-in pre-show match. Uh, Britt Baker versus Big Swole. In oh, a tooth and right. Tooth and nail match. Oh, Britt Baker's going to win this match. She has to. She has to. Yeah. Because if they're going to have it happen at Britt Baker's place of work, a.k.a. a dental office, if she doesn't win, you're absolutely destroying DDS. Uh, Britt Baker. Yep. But also, like, I don't see Big Swole losing this match. I don't see her losing it clean. No, it's going to be something by Reba. Yeah. Or... No, there's going to be shenanigans, but yeah. Britt, Baker has to, Britt Baker has to get the win. Yeah. Britt Baker will get the win. All right. Moving back, uh, Dark Order, which I believe is Eva Luno, Brody Lee, John Silver, and one other guy. Mm-hmm. There, there's so many people. In, the Dark in Order Dark has Order. so many people. It does. Uh, Grayson. It might be uh, Grayson. Uh, against Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and The Natural Nightmares, QT Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes. Dark Order. Dark Order has to win. Um, And... But I'm going to actually take Matt Cardona is going to get the clean pinfall over Brody Lee. I, okay. You have to set up Matt Cardona and Brody Lee for the TNT Championship. You have to. Somehow, way, you have to set it up. Okay. All right. I'll. I'll... And, and again, what it, it's just an, an E guy versus an E guy on a different exactly. thing. But that's just what it is because... There's nobody else in that match that's going to challenge for the belt. You're not going to put Dustin Rhodes, again, a Dusty Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, sorry, um, Gold Dust against the against uh, Brody Lee for the belt. You're not going to put QT Marshall against Brody Lee. Yep, and Scorpio. Sky, you might put Scorpio Sky against him. You might, but I think what you're going to do. But you have Matt Cardona, who's the bigger star in the, that in that match. Exactly. Exactly. The next match uh, listed is the 21-man Casino Battle Royale for the AEW Championship Opportunity. I don't know who is in this match exactly, but I think FTW champion Brian Cage will win this match. Okay. If it's not Cage... Mm. I don't know exactly who's in this match. If it's not Cage, who could it be? Be. I'm trying to think. Who could I see winning this match if it's not going to be Cage? Casino. I'm just trying to. Darby see. Allen. I said he was. Good. I originally, when we were having this discussion, said that privately would, you said Darby Allen would have been the one to win. Darby Allen's going to win this match. If it's not him, it's got to be Cage. But oh yeah, I think it's going to be Darby Allen. Yeah. I think it's going to be Darby Allen. I mean, if but you look, they if you might. At, all right, so he, here's what you got in it. Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, The Butcher, The Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy, Austin Gunn, Jake Hager, Santana Ortiz, Chuck Taylor, and Trent. 
is who they have announced so far. And there's uh, there's more to be announced. Is what Jake Hager could win that match. He could, but he's not going to. They're not gonna they're not gonna move another person from um, the inner circle right up to the top. They're gonna build up another fra- faction. And if you've got this other guy, do you have the Taz faction? Yeah, with uh, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Yes, build Cage or build Allen, one or the other. Yeah, I could see it. Yep. Although I don't see Darby Allen challenging uh, Moxley for that belt. But uh, next match is Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy in a Mimosa Mayhem match. It's the rubber match. I'm pretty sure it's just like another version of like a like a no holds barred yeah. Extreme Rules it, it's match. How's this? It's almost like a buried alive match. You got you can throw your your opponent into a tank of mimosa. Is that really the finish? It could be the finish. Yeah, you can win by pinfall submission or throwing your opponent into a tank of mimosa. So Orange Cassidy's going over. He's going to beat Jericho. I think Chris Jericho is going to win that match. Okay, boy, because we're different on this side because Cassidy stood strong over Jericho. So I think by res- by the way wrestling works, <laughs> whoever stands strong at the go home loses. Okay, but that's going to change too. Um, the AEW Women's World Championship, Kiro Shida versus Thunder Rosa. She is going to retain. Yeah, you're not going to have Thunder Rosa hold both belts unless something is really happening unless, with NWA. Exactly. And, we don't, and it hasn't been announced yet. But if if NWA and AEW are merging, make it a dual champion. Yeah. If they're not merging, keep the belt separate. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Uh, tag team champion. FTR. Don't even go over it. FTR is going to destroy these guys. It's F- going to be... It's gonna be uh, and then post-match, Kenny's going to turn on Paige. Yes. Um, world championship, Moxley, MJF, MJF. This is where I turn around wrestling logic. MJF stood tr- strong at the go home. MJF is winning that belt. Okay, because I actually agree. Now I still think Cage is gonna win, but if Darby Allen wins, that makes perfect sense for Darby Allen to face MJF as the next challenger. Okay, so what we just went over in NXT is now going to be mirrored right here. We talked about in NXT how you haven't built talent. Apparently, you haven't built talent. Yeah. You haven't built any superstars in NXT, right? You've been building MJF for almost a year. MJF has been building and since he turned on Cody. Before he turned on Cody. All the little seeds he was planting before he turned on Cody. Yeah. When he was standing behind Cody with the chair, but he didn't swing it. They've been building MJF this whole time. This is where you put the top belt on somebody who ha- does not have WWE attached to them. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. That sets up Darby Allen versus MJF and Brian Cage versus John Moxley. And what could be only known as what's going to be an extremely bloody feud. Oh, yeah. And guess who goes over in that? Cage. Cage goes, goes over, over Moxley. Moxley. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like once Moxley drops the belt, there's a chance that he could have a Matt Hardy role. Nope. No? He's going to be more important overseas in Japan, continue to build the relationships in Japan with AEW. Continue yeah, because he's still under the contract exactly. with New Japan. So continue to go over there, continue to build your relationships, continue to fight your matches over there, continue to push the AEW brand over there. He could, I wouldn't say he'd move full-time, but I think he could move over to New Japan for a little remember, while and only, face off against Tetsuya Naito for those belts. Listen, it's only a six-month contract. That's yeah. how AEW works. Unless you're part of the 
I'm joking, inner circle, but the, the top yeah. tier guys who first came in, they yeah. were all six-month contracts. Yeah. So don't be surprised to see maybe Moxley loses and moves on. To New Japan to, to face New on Japan Naito. After he takes and gives a good rub to... MJF. Cage. Oh, Cage, yeah. MJF's already going to get the rub. Yeah. MJF's gotten the rub this whole time. Yeah. Came in, best friends with Cody. Battered Cody. Battered Cody. Battered Cody. And he's moved on to the top title. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. That is simple booking. Give MJF the... T- Give MJF the belt. Darby Allen wins the 21-man Battle Royal. You build to that. Two completely different types of human beings from two differently, uh, different types of worlds. Yeah. MJF. MJF, this rich pressed, boy. Has and then this scar. The skater, poor boy, Darby yep. Allen. It, it, right, it, it almost it writes, writes itself. It writes itself, yeah. You know what I mean? You got smart guys who are going to really... We always say that, hey, WWE, hire us. No, hey, AEW, No, no. Us. I don't want to be hired by any of these guys because they're going to twist and turn my ideas anyway. I'd rather just see the stuff happen and then sit back in my We need to be lazy independent boy. bookers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll see what happens. I'd love it. I mean, I'd love to write storylines and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I love just calling my shot. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, wow, like, look. Oh, hey, two, look what happened. Look what happened on NXT. 2 2 one, one. Oh, okay. Got it. So I just, I, I'm so, looking forward to the pay-per-view this to, weekend. To I, all the WWE and AEW writers that are listening, um, where's their paycheck? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> but that is basically it for this episode. Um, just to make everybody aware. Um, SmackDown's episode tomorrow, I will be recording solo. Yeah. Um, David has his children this weekend, so he will be spending time with them, which I completely understand. Listen, I got, I, I got to do some stuff with the doinks, so. Yeah, and, um, we, uh, he's also working, so I figured, you know what, screw it. I will, uh, be recording solo, uh, for tomorrow's episode just to go over SmackDown and any news that comes out overnight. Um, it'll be a quick episode. SmackDown generally is, but... Um, with that being said, we'll be back on Tuesday yes. with All Out and Raw. Yes, sir. And I think that's pretty much it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please let us know at Double Doink Network on Instagram and Twitter. Feel free to like, share, subscribe to the podcast yep. at any point. Also, follow us over on Facebook, but I think that's been it. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.